0: So right now I quickly jump in the book of second Corinthians and uh, I actually love this uh pivot or this hinge uh that I want us to like go off of uh, from verse 11 and this is probably me stealing this verse out of another context but I just love it so much because it still makes sense in the long run 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and in verse 11 it says this In order that, I hope you've got your physical Bibles with you, honestly, I hope you've got your physical Bibles with you. Because there's a blessing that comes with just studying the Bible with your physical Bible by your side, honestly. In order that, I mean, sorry, I'm still going to say, some some Sundays ago, I I asked if anybody had, you know, a physical Bible and all that. And somebody actually did. And I, I, like I I promised, although I, I honestly forgot at some point, it took me some days, honestly. I don't normally forget, but I just forgot for some reason. I'm so sorry, this person. And uh, I ensured that I, got, I told them, I told you, I had a gift for the person. And of course, I, you know, I wired their gift to them. Yep. I, I didn't mail it. I wired it. So if you got like your physical Bibles right now, who knows? Anyway, uh, 2 Corinthians two and verse eleven says this: In order that Satan might not be, might not outwit us. In order that Satan might not outwit us. For we are not unaware of his schemes. For we are not unaware of his schemes. In order that we, since I not aware us, for we are not unaware of his schemes. Verse 12. Now when I went up, when I went to Troas to preach the gospel of Christ, and found that the Lord had opened a door for me, I found that the Lord had opened a door for me. Verse 13. I still had no peace of mind because I did not find my brother Titus there. So I said goodbye to them and went on to Macedonia. Hmm. Gonna go back to verse 12 again. Now, when I went to Troas to preach the gospel of Christ and found that the Lord had opened the door for me, I still had no peace of mind because I did not find my brother Titus there. So I said goodbye to them and I went on to Macedonia. Father, speak to us today. That the entrance of your word gives life and understanding to our simple hearts. Life, life, light and understanding to our simple hearts. Father God, destroy our ignorance, damage our pride. we come before you humbly this morning, or this afternoon, wherever time I'm ever listening to this, and we ask, Holy Spirit, that you would speak to us. That you would speak to us, that you would speak to us, that you would speak to us, that you would speak to us. Lord, we ask that you would cause for... The light of your word took us upon the hardness of our hearts, melt it, and give us a contrite heart in this day, in this season, and for the rest of this week. Thank you, Father God. May your name be praised. Father God, help me deliver this word to your people. Help me not to mess it up. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Amen. God bless you. You be in God's presence. Thank you so much. God bless you in the name of Jesus. Whew, I love this word so much. I am... Um, I want to speak to you, uh, to you today? Speak, teach, preach, uh, whatever it might be. You know, God knows what it's gonna be at the end of the day. Um, on this subject, uh, peace of mind. Everybody, say peace of mind. Say peace of mind, everybody. Peace of mind. Uh, I. I am surrounded daily, especially when I, you know, turn on my 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 um uh you know social media social media app that I have. And I see how every day, especially on uh Twitter, no, sorry, it's called X now, right? The X app, whatever. And I'm always seeing people saying, posting stuff like, you know, support your hustle and then you know comment your job over under this, you might get another client, you know and I always see people posting up their jobs and their, the things that they do that they think is special. Some are not, some are, you know, some are just stupid and they don't need to exist on the internet, but they do for some reason. People still patron- patronize them because that's the world we're living in, right? We live in this modern society. And everything right right and, and what i'm trying to say is I, I see a certain picture being painted right uh and it's the picture where we, we've got pe- people are literally fighting for uh, uh um, you know they're, they're fighting for uh uh business deals they're, they're fighting for for business ideas they're fighting for connections they're fighting for you know uh, uh, uh financial raises and you know, all this sort of stuff but one thing I do not find to 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 exist as much as I think it should on the internet or in our day to day lives and disciplines uh, is a fight for a for our own sanity. Amen. Now it's a fight for our own sanity, and uh, one of the reasons you don't really find the topic of uh, uh, um, you know sanity being preached in churches because of the fear that um, because. Because of the fear that, um, because some people, uh, whenever they hear the preacher start talking about something, mind, fear, you know, anxiety, whatever it is. The next thing they think about is, oh, this must be one of those mental health churches. But no, the church is not a mental health organization. But there is no church without considering mental health. Because though it's not written, because they had no words or vocabulary for this stuff back in 2000, back two thousand years ago. I mean, when was mental health really discovered? Right, matter of fact, I was about, it was just about twenty something years ago when WHO first wrote any note or official, any official statement concerning mental health. So you understand what, I'm, what I what I, what I mean when I say when I say that mental health is not was not spoken of in, in the literal sense back in Bible times but it does not mean that they did not have or experience mental health issues. Are you following me now, church? It does not mean that they did not encounter mental health issues. Because I, I, I think that we, we, we just try to, you know, slap, we try to slap uh, a cute Bible scripture on everything every time. We, every time we think about, you know, mental health problems, our mind always goes to, oh, you know, we, we tell when someone comes to, silent, to meet us and tell us that they are currently going through, uh, 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 they're, they're feeling depressed, they're feeling sad, they're grieving something they, or they have no words or no word or language for the thing that they feel. Next thing we, we, next place we take them to in the Bible is Philippians 4. Oh, do not be anxious for anything. you know, but everything give thanks. So, you know, whatever it is, but you forget. So the same person who wrote Philippians four, do not be anxious for anything, is the same person who is speaking and writing here actually in Second Corinthians chapter two and in verse twelve, what we just read, Paul talks talks about how in verse twelve that he got to Troas, which is a little uh, a city back in you know old in old time I don't know Asia Minor I guess uh, he got he got to. Um, sorry sorry sorry, sorry I'm on the greek side sorry i'm sorry i said asia i said asia it's just, just right around i don't really know much about the geographical stuff but he, he he got to troas and upon getting to troas he discovered that god had opened a door of opportunity to him yeah had, god had opened a door you know for the message of his gospel to be preached uh, that door i'm guessing was the door of signs and wonders he, what, people were attracted to the name and power of jesus he discovered that God had opened a window and a door for the advancement of the gospel in this land. But though God had opened a door for the, you know, the the passage of his word and gospel, of, of, of his gospel, of this truth that would bring freedom to the lives of men, Paul had a closed door on his inside. How are you following me now, church? Though Paul had, you know, God had presented to Paul an open door on the outside for the advancement of the gospel, Paul could not seem to get past the closed mind he had on his inside. Because you got to pay attention. Paul said, look at what he says. When I went to try to preach the gospel of Christ and found that not me, not my friends, but that the Lord had opened a door for me. God opened the door, but Paul could not seem to get past his inner doors. Paul could not seem to get past his inner doors. How many of you know what I'm talking about? How many of you have been in a situation where God presented to you an opportunity but you just did not feel ready for it yet <laughs> how many of you uh, 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 you know that God has given you a platform God has, you, you, you pray for something and now it's standing right in front of your door but you just don't feel prepared you just don't feel mentally there Have you, you know what I'm talking about I just don't feel mentally ready to preach today but this is a platform that I prayed to God to give me. Now He's given it to me, but I just, I'm not longer, I'm, see, you know, it's the crazy thing. There are some times where Paul talks about how he got, you know, uh, antagonized by people who were against the gospel he preached. But this is 2 Corinthians 2 is not talking about that. Paul is not being attacked by the people he was preaching to in 2 Corinthians 2. No, 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 no. Because, you know, at some point when you go through some type of no, trials, I mean, say, when you go through some type of trials, some, you, 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 it gives you this level of um, fortitude, right? When you are stronger than some trials that, that comes your way. Right When the trials that come, it's like, I eat this thing for breakfast y'all talking you're talking about me on social media come harder i, I i've been through the worst yeah what, what what's what's the newest way to you you you, you can concoct concoct in your mind to bring me down i've had that before right i'm stronger not i'm stronger than all these things right have you ever been in positions like that where the things the the, the 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 day your day-to-day um evils or your day-to-day Temptations, right? Your day-to-day, those things that would normally trigger you in your your day-to-day activities. It's like now nah, it doesn't even trigger you anymore. It's like I am bigger than these things now. I'm I'm no longer I'm not petty anymore. You expect that I'll be petty whenever you say that thing to me, but I'm not even petty anymore now. I'm kind of like I feel like I'm stronger than this attack. I believe it's the same thing for Paul. He's stronger than the attack, so he's not concerned about the battles that f- that he's faced with on the outside, because Paul here is saying that the ones fighting me is my own very self i follow in our church paul is faced with an open door but a closed mind a troubled mind he's faced with an open door but he has a closed mind are you following me now, Church? Someone's probably still, you know, in in uh, unbelief or just complete disbelief for You know, talking about how can a man like Paul, who wrote the larger, you know, parts of the New Testament, say at some point that he had an open door but a troubled mind? How can Paul? Oh, that's why human frailty. You know, but let me tell you something. Remember the one we? call Lord, yeah, yeah, Jesus, right, just to be sure, we're on the same page, yeah, Jesus, the last, the latter years of his life, matter of fact, the the night that we call uh, 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 his night of heavy tribulation, because he was troubled in his spirit, remember that, right, 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 he was about to, you know, be arrested by... The Jewish uh, 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 security guards with some Roman soldiers, uh, and uh, you know, of course, Judas leading the gang. And just a few hours before he got arrested, he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, which may, actually means the Garden of Crushing. Crushing. The word Gethsemane in Hebrew is actually the word Crushing. Right? It's a place where olives were crushed. And Jesus found himself in this place, but not only were olives being crushed in this place, but his own confidence as well. Jesus had, had lost even. He was losing confidence even in 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 god's plan honestly because really he got to a point where we all get to some point sometimes where we, this is what we've prayed for the bible says in book of psalms it says you have prepared a body for me you, you know just jesus speaking prophetically through david it's like hey, i i am happy to be here because you have prepared a body for me god you have readied me for this point this time you've the salvation of the word you have you are, you are put it upon jesus you know jesus was saying to god father that you have put upon me the salvation of this word to which he is eternally grateful Right? And Jesus is like you prepared a body for me, right? You you've not you don't want sacrifices now. You want the offering up of my body and this and, and is the plan Jesus knew the plan from the beginning from the get-go. Right? And it's taking Jesus 3 years to get to this point where he's about to fulfill the plan and will of God. But just a few hours before then, Jesus goes into this state where he starts to dread the door that's before him because he's dreading the things that were on the other side and so you see that even with our Savior Jesus Christ it's not any different from Paul because they both went through the same things that you and I go through they both are faced, they both were faced by open doors but honestly I mean for Jesus he went through we, we thank God he went through because if Jesus didn't go through that door I don't think that would be a salvation today he just didn't go through that door, I don't think I would be born. The world probably would have, would have you know, would have, uh, uh, the, the world would have just caved in long before I ever came. Long before, we wouldn't have, I mean, just a hundred years ago was all the world needed to just destroy itself. World War and all this out of Hitler nonsense, right? It, that's enough time for the world to have destroyed itself and to have completely ceased to exist because there will be no hope anymore on earth. Are you following me church? But the fact that Jesus went through that door, he went through that door, you know what, he brought back hope for you and I. But Paul, on the other hand, noticed in the Spirit, alright, Spirit of God, that there was a door that God had opened, had opened for him, but his mind would not let him go through it what are the things that you've been talking yourself out of the blessings that you've been the the, the blessings of the rooms that you've been talking yourself out of just because it does not match the current state of your mind there's a reason this is coming out in the in this season of discipleship because i want to really my, my prayer is that i'll be able to really teach you how to move on despite your current frame of mind i'm Currently in a season where honestly um a lot has been happening, a lot has happened. Uh, I, I am trying my honestly I'm trying to get back up on my feet as well. I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm trying to get back up on my feet because there's so much has happened that honestly, I, I th- th- there's a confidence that I used to have concerning some things in ministry that I wouldn't lie to you up until like this morning I still didn't have it right it, it, it's 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 like some some you know when you when you 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 expect a a kind of a form of you know ministry or, or you expected some kind of things and it's it, 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 those things happen but you know it now they've happened but you just cannot seem to get over you know because we we always talk about just pay attention now we always talk about you know the you know breakthrough god give me a breakthrough but if god gives you a breakthrough in your finances, in your business, you gotta ask God for a breakthrough in your mind as well, because if your mind is clogged, the big the breakthrough would make no sense. A clogged mind makes no sense in front of a breakthrough, because if if the road is is broken through, but your mind is still as clogged as a a a a, a dung is, you will not experience any breakthrough. And I, I, I'm guessing it's the problem with some of us. It's not that God has not given us the breakthroughs we prayed for 15 years ago. I think it's just that we never really knew to pray for a bro- a, a, a mind that is cleared and broken through. Are you following me now, church? We don't think to stop. We don't, we don't stop to think of, oh, what's my mental frame like right now? where like oh god give me the breakthrough i'm at, at, at my place of work but what if the time god gives you the breakthrough is the time you want to quit or you go ahead and quit are you following me now, church we, we we talk so much on you know this thing we never really come down to to, to, to face the truth of the word uh i remember i i, I want to let like, me say this i want to i really hope to leave you today um with this knowledge of um, you know how to live with peace of mind how to have peace of mind even in life's difficulties right I, I, I've heard this, quote, sever, I heard this quote several years ago by CS Uh he said life with God is not immunity from life from from life's difficulties right it's not the immunity with from life's difficulties it's the peace that you experience through it and I, I'm really hoping that I'll be able to teach you I'll show you how to, you know, maintain the right frame of mind through, you know, when you're having seasonal shifts and all this other stuff. Because how many of you know that if you are hungry to get the blessing, you got to stay hungry to keep it. Are you following me now? You got to stay hungry to keep it. Um, it's about seven weeks ago now. I mean, seven weeks ago, I believe, I think it's about right about seven and a half or something like that weeks ago. We had our very first open conference as a church. Yep. Advanced version 2.0 conference. It was amazing. It was great. It was all this other stuff. And I'm not really here to like tell you, give you highlights. We made a we made a highlight video for that already. Um, but I'm here to give you, because we, we showed you the highlights, what you needed to see. We never really showed you the um, low points that we were in, you know, trying to create those high, you know, light moments. Because sometimes you got to understand that sometimes the best moments of your life will not be the best, you, you will not feel the best in the best moments of your life. I, I'm learning this every day, that sometimes the best moments of my life are not the ones where I feel the greatest in, honestly. The best moments of my life sometimes are a product of the lowest the lowest points in my life where i've made the right decisions are you following me now i said that again sometimes the best moments of my life of my life rather are a product of the low moments that I, that i've experienced or gone through in my life where i made the right decisions amen now church and so i felt the same thing honestly back in uh july uh because you see conference was on, was scheduled for the 20th and 21st i believe of july this year this is 2023 and i remember that now just to, to just to give you a little context conference uh was supposed to you know kickstart officially 4 p.m thursday the 20th of uh july uh actually the doors were supposed to be open at 3 p.m conference was supposed to kick start at 4 p.m and you know just like that everything was supposed to be in place but i remember that up until a day before conference matter of fact the night before conference there was a problem uh because i was not in town and it was unavoidable right i was just not in town so we're we're praying online meeting online doing all this other stuff online because i was not in town and i remember um that a, up up until uh, uh, up up until like the, f- the the day of conference, I just couldn't find. I could I I couldn't get to, uh, you know get back to town, get back to conference location. The the police we were using for conference on time, and it was completely unavoidable. There was nothing in this world I could do about it what had happened was that there was there was this storm that had happened that week i think that i ruined or wrecked the you know the transport uh, system or road or, or routes now that i that i had to take to bring me back to town and so now the route was destroyed what can the righteous do right and i think we even undermine that that question that we find of psalms too, too often right we undermine it when the foundations are destroyed what can the righteous do Right. I had, there was nothing this word I could do, honestly, aside to pray. I prayed, prayed and prayed, you know, thank God. He made a way God made a way those little, in fact, it was, it was crazy. But I remember that on conference day, uh, I still could not even get to get, I, I still couldn't get to town on time. I just, no matter how much I tried, I just couldn't find my way to town on time. I think I don't know what time I got to town exactly, but I believe the doors were supposed to be open at, uh, what, at 30 PM. But I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that I got to, we, we, we got to, myself and, uh, and um, uh, my team of guys, we, we got to town, uh, the location of, because now remember, like, I got to say this, I got to say this. So. At conference this year, conference was amazing, thank God, I do not take anything away from it. but at conference, we, conference was a leap of faith, we, we we moved out by faith at conference, I want you to understand that now, it, at conference, we, we moved out by faith, we, it, wasn't, it wasn't like we, we had everything that we needed, no, 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 we didn't have too much of anything at conference, yeah, I mean, God made sure of that, we did not have too much of anything, not even bottled waters, <laughs> like, we, we had we only had just as much as we needed. So we had enough for now, right? We had enough and I and I was completely grateful to God for it. We had just enough. We had just about the right amount of what we needed, right? Including, you know, from financial resources down to human resources as well. Because you see, at conference, we didn't have so many people, I didn't have so many people to help me hold down the fort back in town here. God bless you so much, Esther, God bless you so much. Um, Noah, God bless you so much mj this people helped me hold it down back uh 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 uh. in town you know the you know the preparation the setting up and every other stuff and they they did there it was amazing by the time i got down to the whole it was set but one thing we needed to still do was you know the decorations because i had this idea in my mind i was like okay we gotta do this idea how do we get this to work, Uh, none of us were skilled decorators, but we had we had a sense of mind. I said, "Oh, let's do this, do it this way." And thank God it made sense, right? So we were, you know, just climbing up and coming, coming down, climbing up, coming down, trying to set this decoration. It was coming off at me. It was just you should have seen it. I think somebody got video of it. It was completely hilarious. But in that space of time, I remember by the time we were setting up, already this was already past three. And I remember the doors were supposed to be open at three. Matter of fact, my initial plan was that uh, 3 p.m., you know, when people start coming and settling down, there's just this cool instrumental just playing uh, underneath, getting people ready for, you know, what's gonna happen, you know, conference, once it's 4 p.m., boom, everything starts, boom, shakalaka, boom, shakalaka, right? That was my, that was the initial idea that I had. But on this day, everything was going wrong. I wouldn't lie to you. Everything was going wrong. And don't tell me it was because of lack of preparation i do not believe it was that i believe we prepared enough uh but just like i said we only had as much as we did have we we, we didn't have too many of anything we didn't have too much of anything no god didn't god did not let us have that we only had as much as enough was um i remember that this was about 30 30 uh, ish now i gotta give you a little more background information the guest minister that who was supposed to lead worship for us that evening opening worship a conference i had, had text had messaged us uh that morning saying something came up completely unavoidable for for her and her team and they would not be able to make it exactly wow completely flustered completely concerned I think my only response to that message was mmm. Nothing more. I did not say anything afterwards. That's that my only response. Mmm. HMM. Mmm. Like, cause what do you want me to say? Oh man, it's all in God's plan, it's all in God's work. God's gonna work it out. You know, we don't always know God's gonna work stuff out. Stay with me now, church. Stay with me, stay with me on this story. I didn't mean to like make this story too long, but you just gotta, you gotta flow with me right now. Cause I believe there's so much in this. Then we're trying to set this entire thing up. People were already arriving, sitting down and they were just looking at us, you know, you know, just in mess, just trying to make this stuff work. Oh man. Then I think it was about uh, 10 minutes or so again. After four. (laughs) <laughs> i remember a conference was at 4 pm on dot because i mean i'm an i'm just on dot guy i am just i am i mean i am i love to be very very disciplined so you understand at this point that because i'm a choleric and if i and if you i don't know my number on the enneagram scale i'm so sorry i probably will try to take the test this week but if if you if you pay attention to this <clears throat> You would see really that for the fact that I'm a choleric that you probably should know that at this point I'm probably I probably should be having a men, like a, a, a Mental breakdown like a, a my, my mind is probably even melting into like ice cream water at this point Like you should you should you should just assume in your mind that I am probably having the worst day of my life Because I could have just gone like oh my god. I have failed I mean 10 minutes before we're not ready, we are failed. Honestly, we have failed. But for some reason, I kept on going, I kept on going, I kept on going. About 10 minutes into, uh, four, into you know, the hour of conference know the start. our guest minister arrived. The, the one who was supposed to lead the worship, she arrived with, with her team. And I'm like, oh my God, things just got serious. Funky serious, like, you said you were not gonna come a minute ago, and now I still didn't even have any, we didn't have any replacement for you. And then you did come and we we're not prepared for you. Because <laughs> you see, that's the problem Paul was going through in the same place. It's not that the door was not open, it's just that he didn't feel prepared enough. That day I felt the same thing Paul must have felt because it was an open door of opportunity God has set in front of me. And the entire line church, the entire crew, and everybody who was who was present at the time. It was an open door God had set in front of us. But guess what? It was a closed mind that we had because we were, we felt completely unprepared. I was contemplating that moment. Do we postpone this? How do we postpone it? We had put, put up flyers, people had registered online. How do we postpone a conference that people registered for? How do we postpone a conference on the conference day? Matter of fact, the time the conference was supposed to start makes no sense. Right? I, I, and truth just this, you never get stronger when you are always fond of running from the battles that face you. You are never, you are only as strong as the gi- as giants you fall. You're only as strong as the giants you encounter. If you are never, if you are fond of running from giants, then you are, a, you are addicted to the weakness in your own bones. But how would you ever be strong if you were never faced with something you presume is stronger than you are? Are you following me now, church? Peace of mind, peace of mind, peace of mind. Everybody say peace of mind, peace of mind, peace of mind. We didn't feel prepared at all. Conference, was going to start four. I think we moved you down to four. I just came out at some point. Because now, now we, had, we at this point, when the guest minister arrived, the decorations were set, but we just couldn't get our sound system to work. <laughs> oh my god god bless my, my my people who held it up for me that day because i was like oh my god i i did not have a single clue how to like work this sound systems and what had happened that day was uh, w- w- in fact listen let me tell you something what happened that day was this about a day or two i can't remember how many we got news back from the people who were supposed to get our sound systems from you know it was already it was a done deal we're supposed to get our sound systems for them and about a day or two before conference we heard That the something that happened the previous Sunday, I believe that all their sound system, you know, just I think it blew up or something like that. It just got faulty. Some broke. Some I mean, bad. From speakers down to mixers, bad. And they were not lying. It was true, confirmed true. And so, we had to go for a substitute that same day of conference. And so it was just completely messy. The same. I mean. I, I'm learning this honestly that some of the most, like I said, some of the most productive things I've ever done or you would ever do must stem out of a messy mind. If you expect everything your mind, if you expect to, to say yes to a God given direction or decision, when your mind is settled and you feel sane enough and you feel like, oh, my mind is clear, you might never ever do anything, honestly, especially not in 2023 when no nobody's waiting for you nobody's waiting for you i mean i don't know if you know this but nobody's waiting for you ai is taking over everybody's job nobody's waiting for you so if you wait until you have the best clarity of mind before you go on and do the thing that you're supposed to do you will only be there and you will age still trying to gather your own mind together are you following me now church anyway um what happened next was um of course, we got the sound systems to work. This was about four thirty. I came out at some point came out of that. Like, so sorry guys that we've not been able to, you know, kickstart this in time. But I promise you, I think 30 or five p.m. I don't remember what time. I think it was four thirty. We said was the conference officially starts four thirty PM and it would not be anything beyond or before or after that. So four thirty on the dot I remember we kick started conference. It started it was slow everything. But we moved on despite. Now one thing I learned from the conference honestly was God allows us to walk into certain seasons feeling unprepared because you see trials and temptations are not a are not a test for your, I'm not a test of mental aptitude or for mental aptitude. No, 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 no. God does not, God does not bring us through certain trials and does not let us experience certain temptations to test the quality of our mental health. No, 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 no. It's to test the quality of our strength, not our smartness. Trials prove the quality of your strength, not your smartness, not how intelligent you are, not how quick you are to switch to flip, to to bring a new meaning out of everything. No, 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 no. But how strong is your faith? And I found myself in a situation where I was like, I have to make a decision. Am I going to start wallowing in the pit of what is not working right now? Or just keep moving on, believing that there's something at the end of it. Paul says that the, I found the Lord that opened the door for me, but I still had no peace of mind because I did not find my brother Titus there. Just to give you a little more, to give you background context of what Paul is referring to here, Paul is writing to the book of uh, to the church at Corinth. Book. Uh, scholars believe that although we call it Second Corinthians, but this is probably the third letter that Paul was writing to the, to, to church at Corinth, and a certain letter was missing here. We still have not recovered that letter uh so after first corinthians a letter was sent that paul refers to has been very harsh been very strong you know strong language because the church at corinth being paul's baby because paul initiated kicked up kicked off that church he had devoted his life his time he, he was scourged, flogged it was even just for that church in the land of corinth but church at corinth was one of the wildest churches i mean a certain member, I believe, of the eldership of that church was sleeping with his father's wife—not his mother. he was I think his stepmother, something like that. So it he, he had gotten that bad. Paul was completely irritated by the news he got because you, I mean, if you know, like you, you expect things to work better when you, you know, when uh, you actually started them. Like you, you, you are like, man, I started other things and they are doing great. Not my own family. No, 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 no not my kids. Not my wife, not my, my, my husband, not my not my, my girlfriend, not my boy, no no no. Every other person can be having their messed up having their lives messed up, but they are not because I preach to them every Sunday. I, I help them see how see the world in a better way. So not people around me, not those who are closest to me. I mean if you understand what I'm saying. Like you you, you don't, you, don't like, you, you expect the best from those who you give the best to. But honestly, you, you gotta understand that in life it is those who are closest to you that hurt you the most. It's, it, it's the things that it, the thing that gets your that takes up your mind the most is what hurts you and breaks your heart the most. Honestly, honestly, what takes up your mind the most is what breaks your heart the most. I learned so because you give you once it takes up your mind so much, you give, you're giving them you're giving that thing the key to 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 break your heart. And we find that Paul, you know, was completely disgusted by this news. And so what he did was, you know, he sent Titus. Uh, to help to go help him deliver this letter to the church at Corinth a strong letter of correction and rebuke and and, and, and Titus goes to deliver this letter because Titus you see is a strong man he's Titus happens to be one of soul uh, sorry Paul's uh, you know formerly called so uh, Paul's sons in the Lord we, we 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 know of two major sons that Paul writes to and their whose names are found in Bible today and they are Titus and timothy titus and timothy titus and timothy And i preach so much from the book of timothy i've preached so much about paul's letters to timothy but i never really have got i've never really gotten the chance to talk about titus before because titus you see is the one paul sends on errands you know like, like he sends titus to help him deliver such a heavy letter to the church at corinth and you see when he delivers this letter it goes on Continues doing ministry as he ought to. He gets to Troas and 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 he he discovered that God had opened the door for him. There signs and miracles were and wonders were happening in Troas. But Paul did not have peace of mind. Why? Because he did not know how the church at Corinth took the letter he sent. He he did not know how they received it. He 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 he, he did not know. So he, he did not understand. Oh, what's going on at Corinth right now? Because you see, there was no social media back then where you could be, be, be reading of the tweets of people, or the church members who go to that church branch, the church plant. There's no way to understand what's going on in the minds of people. There, were, there was no connection. You had, to, you had to wait a few days for a person to, 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 to come from a certain point to the other point. If only in our church. And so I, I, I'm i guessing at this point, Paul is really concerned. Oh, I've, it's been days and I've not seen Titus yet. Oh, they, did they kill Titus? They, did they reject me? I, you know because you know at some point as a father I'm not I'm not a father to kids yet but I father people spiritually you know this sort of stuff I'm even saying that it's scary honestly but you know being a spiritual oversight to people you don't, you don't really know how people would take rebuke sometimes you never really know right because as a father you're supposed to you know be firm and still be loving in the same breath but sometimes you feel like you've overdone one of them oh my god I think I just over I think I overstepped because you know People, you're only as valuable to people as much as they give you room to to be, right? And so sometimes you don't really know how valuable you are to people. So sometimes you're afraid, I don't know, I don't know if, because I learned something, I corrected some people before, they've done something completely wrong, and I corrected them in love, and they took it the wrong way. I yep. and people who, they completely took it the wrong way, they left this church. So if you had traumas like that in the past, you understand what I'm talking about now the load of weight on the shoulders of people when a sort of a person when they 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 have they have worked not just in their father you know uh uh, uh position but as an apostle for a church it is your rights to both edify and rebuke you know edifyingly i should say rebuke the church and now paul is in a state of mind a firm of mind right now where he's like i don't even know how this church is taking this letter i don't know how they took it I don't know whether or not they received it and Paul is having a troubled mind because he's hypothetically worried about stuff that he really has no control over I hey, follow me now church Paul is hypothetically worrying himself about something that he really has no control over Paul is entrapped by a concern and this concern is a concern of, are they taking my letter well? You know, he's worried because he has not seen Titus. You see, most people will think that, because it, that the reason he left Troas was because of how much he loved Titus. No, 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 I don't believe that. I think he loved Titus 100%, but I think he left Troas so he could catch up with Titus on time. Because he wanted to know what Titus, telling me about the church in Corinth. What's going on in your minds right now? How did they take my rebuke? Did they take you well? Did they discard me as their father? Have they gone to a now? They rejected me and completely just gone to apollos because you know back in first corinthians i believe there was this debate in book of first corinthians where the church in corinth where they were divided over apollos you know they thought apollos was a better teacher than than paul was and they felt paul was paul was only strong in his letters never really strong in words that he was sounded like a weakling when he was preaching but but when he was writing letters you would think he was a giant who was writing them and so Paul had gone through all of this, you know, trying to tell the church at Corinth, you know, rebuke and correct and tell, you know, prove his, himself to them. But at this point, Paul is finding it difficult to move into an open door that God had provided for him in the land of Troyas because he's having problems in his mind and he's having no peace of mind. Church, I know that this is 2023. We have learned to fight for our rights, fight for our family, fight for you know for our you know sexual rights, our reproductive rights. Fight for you know uh, uh, our friends. or we learn to fight for what is ours. We're learned to fight right. for the right salary. We've learned to fight for gender equality. We've learned to fight for gender. We've learned to fight against gender equality. We've learned to fight. We have learned to fight for for the干- our religion. We've learned to fight for politics. We've learned to fight for. Food. We've learned to fight for for money. We've learned to fight for for I don't know reward. We've learned to fight for you know talents. We've learned to fight for what I'm trying to like just go off different things I've to fight for in this world. We've learned to fight for space. We've learned to fight for authority. We've learned to fight for power. We've learned to fight for command. We've learned to fight for you know for our faith. We've learned to fight for all this about 20 things I just listed right now that we've learned to fight for, but we never really are taught by any person how to fight for our peace because peace is a flaky part of our lives it's say flaky i mean it is very important yet it's not yet it is not always considered how do i achieve peace of mind how do i retain a certain frame of mind how do i achieve a peace of mind and continue making the right decisions because you see if i don't know if you know this but if you have a messed up mind it will be hard to make right decisions It's hard to make the right decisions when you don't even know what the right decisions are because your mind is messed up. In church, really, this is a sermon I believe that God has for us today. And the first thing I want to tell you is do not walk out of a door or a room that God puts you in simply because your mind is telling you that you do not fit in it. I said that again. Never walk out of a room God put you in simply because your mind told you you don't fit in. Never walk out of a room God put you in simply because your mind tells you, you 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 are not prepared or you don't deserve it. That's what grace and mercy exists for. Never walk out of a room God placed you in simply because your mind would just not seem to agree with you on that. Hey, listen, if God put you somewhere, I want you to what? Walk in like you know that God put you there. So Paul is here in 1 Corinthians 2. is worrying apothetically about something that may or may not be true. But look at, look at what it says in 1, 2 Corinthians 7. Now 7 verse 5. Look at what it says. Now, when we came into Macedonia, we had no rest. But we were at we rest at every turn conflicts on the outside but listen look at what he says fears within so you see what i what i was referring to back when i talked about uh, the fact that paul was not paul was not necessarily concerned by the troubles he found on the outside because he always had problems on the outside see it, we assume that you know our oh god this word, uh, life is very hard. I can't breathe. I'm having a panic attack, and it's like you know, it's like you, you just assume that the world just got even more cruel overnight. But it never, it didn't, you didn't. See, it's always been cruel. Honestly, evil is always abound, and will always continue to abound on this earth. So what you're experiencing right now is not the conflicts from the outside. Honestly, it's just the fears within. There's nothing more weighty than water in the boat. The moment there's water in a boat all the water around it does not matter because the moment there is I mean the moment there's water in a boat it starts to sink immediately you know that so it's not about the conflict on the outside really it's the conflict on the inside sometimes it's not the it's not the, it's not the, it's not the the fights going on on the outside it's the fears that battle us and rattle us on our inside it's not the 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 the, the uh, uh the the wars that we fight on our outside it's the worries that are entertained on our inside that stops us from stepping into what god had prepared for us but church look at what it says we had no rest but we were harassed. every turn conflicts on the outside fears within but god everybody say about god who comforts downcast comforted us by the coming of titus now listen and not only by his coming now this is paul getting to his real point this is real thing that was his concern but also by the comfort you had given him he told us about how he told us about your longing for me your deep sorrow your ardent concern for me so that my joy was greater than ever so even though I caused you sorrow by my letter, I do not regret it. Though I did regret it. I said that my letter hurt you, but not but only for a little while. Yet now I am happy, not because you were made sorry, but because your sorrow led you to repentance. For you, you became sorrowful as God intended, and so were not harmed in any way by us. Godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation and leaves no regret. But worldly sorrow brings death. Now you see something? Do you see the switch? Paul was worrying about stuff that God was already working out Paul was worried about how they would take him and how they would receive his letter something that God was already working out behind the scene. I don't know if you are doing the same thing right now I don't know if you are worried constantly frequently over and over night and day you spend your nights you wake up you're worried I had a friend speak to me this is some weeks ago and uh, uh, okay now before I talk about that I had a conversation with a brother uh, past a mentor friend of mine the other day, and we we're talking and then he, he talked about how was talking about how you know he was starting to make some decisions but he just kept you know experiencing this cold feet he just kept filling this cold feet around and some decisions he wanted to take and I, I, we're talking as we're talking I it just came to me that really yeah sometimes what we say we have cold feet about are the things that we have mentally suppressed in ourselves? What I mean is that sometimes let me give you a perfect example. If you're in a relationship with someone, and uh, say their breath stinks, say this person has this breath issue, and their breath stinks, and uh, because you're a believer, right? You're a child of God. You're a good person, right? <laughs> you you don't say it. You just live with it. Um, over and over your mind continues to suppress it we see your um uh subconscious though you have managed to suppress what your your subconscious understands or knows you've been able to suppress it so much so that now you believe it does not it does no longer exist but here's the thing about our subconscious our subconscious is that it's an other part of us it's it's other than us, it is different from us, honestly. Our subconscious is the whole world on its own. It, it runs day and night. Thoughts are flying through it even while we sleep. Our subconscious is creating new pathways of, 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 of uh, new storylines and new you know, movies every day in our subconscious and we don't even really know. But you see, our subconscious now starts to react. We, we start to subconsciously, better still, react, not respond now, there's a difference between respond and react. We start to react out of irritation. And we find it difficult to understand the root cause of our supposed irritation towards this other person. You just, I don't know. I just feel irritated by day around, but I don't know why. He Why? Because you've been suppressing, instead of surrendering. You've been suppressing, rather than surrendering. Paul was going through the same thing. He got to Macedonia, he got to Troy, as I meant to say, but his mind was already troubled. That even when he discovered that God had opened the door for him there, it just could not seem to shake the trouble off. So you know what he did? He quit. He didn't say it that way, but that's my interpretation. Paul quit on the open door. Paul quit on the open door. Why? Because he just did not find peace within his own self. Here's the letter we find Paul in the book of Philippians chapter 4. This is years after, you know. This is years after all the altercation with the you know church at Corinth. This is years after that. Matter of fact, at this point, Paul already is in jail in the land of Rome. And um Scholars say this is and if you are intelligent enough to read through Bible scriptures to understand at times you understand that at this point Paul was nearing his death already And so he was much more older than he was when he wrote wrote to the church at Corinth And this is what he writes to them in, to church of Philippians or Philippi rather uh, in Philippians chapter 4 and in verse 6 It says do not be anxious about anything but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Now look at what it says next. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, love King James says, all human understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Oh, I love it so much. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Paul has just taught us the secret to having a peaceful mind at all times. Not peaceful situations, no, 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 no. A peaceful mind. The secret to having a peaceful mind is not by acting as though everything around you is peaceful, but the secret to having a peaceful mind is choosing, should not allow anything rob you of your peace. Exactly, that's it. The secret to having a peaceful mind is choosing to allow anything, anyone, any circumstance, any situation, any nothing rob you of your peace of mind. Protect your peace of mind. Protect your peace of mind. Never let anything rob you of it. The moment you start to feel like your peace is shaky, you need to go back to God. That's what Paul is saying. The moment you start to feel like your peace is shaky, go back to God. It's called the Prince of peace for a reason, right? Go back to God. With prayers, thanksgiving, supplication. Hey God, what's going on? My peace is shaky right now, God. I need to make decisions right now, but I do not feel like I am mentally there. The Holy Spirit gave me peace. That transcends all human understanding. And says the God of the God of peace will give will guard your heart with peace. Will give your mind peace. Because of our minds he understands that if my mind is troubled, it does not matter how much or how many doors God opens, I will ruin it. Because I do not feel mentally stable yet. Be on your feet, everybody. Peace of mind, peace of mind, peace of mind, peace of mind, peace of mind. At conferences this year, I made the decision that evening of conference when we started worship because everything was still not set, you know. Everything was just crazy. I was going back and forth. But as worship started, I remember I was like, you know what? Everybody, stop. I stopped walking walking about I just walked right into the into the you know conference auditorium. And I just lifted my hands instead of worshiping. I did not feel like it. I did not feel the worship honestly, but I didn't care. It wasn't. It wasn't a problem of the, the worship leader. Really, it just. It was. My, it was a problem with my frame of mind. But I did not. I, I refused to allow my frame of mind to stop me from worshiping. But I remember as I was trying to worship, somebody came to me to start asking me something. I don't know what it was. I can't remember what. They were trying to ask me, they were saying, "Oh, have you done this?" Blah, blah. And the person was talking. And I remember turning to the person. I was like, "Please stop." Let me at least enjoy my own worship. Let me enjoy this worship, please. Don't, don't, don't trouble me about stuff. I already know not everything is perfect. I've, I've been here long enough to understand that nothing is. I don't know. Look around. Nothing started out right. The enemy, it, and it was not this. The, we God had shown me in a vision about a week or two prior, anyway, that the enemy was trying to try to attack us, and we've been praying about it because i believe that we the the reason we experienced a little bit of a little bit of what we experienced at conference was because was to prove to us that god really intervened because if it was based on what i was revealed was revealed to me honestly conference would have been a greater deep deeper mess but stand, see, because when you see that that's why i i launched us into the scripture i know you're standing i'm so sorry but that's why i launched us into this passage by first reading verse um what was that verse again? My first reading, verse 11 of that 2nd Corinthians 2. It says, In other that Satan might not outwit us, for we are not on our way of his schemes. You see, the moment I got the revelation of what the enemy was planning, you know, that there'll that, be that wasted efforts, wasted strength, wasted resources, and wasted everything. The moment I got that revelation, there's not something i did even share with anybody, honestly. But the moment I got that revelation, and we prayed, I understood that there's a side of this cross that only Christ can climb. There's a side, there's a side of this of, of this war that only Christ can fight, and that's why I love what Paul says in, in the coming verses after that. Look at what Paul says in that same book of Second Corinthians. Look at, look at it. I love Paul so much. It's it's the perspective that Paul gets or gains. He says this in verse fourteen of the same Second Corinthians two. He says, but thanks be to God who always leads us as captives. In Christ's triumphal procession and uses us to spread the aroma of his knowledge, of the knowledge of him, everywhere. For we are to God the pleasing aroma of Christ among those who are being saved and those who are perishing. Paul gained a divine perspective. And I want you to do also. That my peace of mind is worth fighting for. Oh, my peace of mind is worth fighting for. My peace of mind is worth fighting for. I cannot have a chaotic mind and expect expect to have an expressive ministry. A chaotic mind will never really be able to create or or will never really have the room to be a creative mind. Of course, I know creative minds are usually linked to be chaotic in nature. But there is, of course, I know that there's creativity in the chaos. But let me tell you something. The chaos gets to a certain point. You cannot be creative anymore. You now become a junkie looking for. And that's why you find yourself running to things, running to people, running to spaces, running to websites, running to, 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 to ideas, running to certain thought patterns and habits to try to save or create security for yourself. But I tell you, there is no surer foundation like Jesus Christ. So standing right there, I just want you right to bow your heads right there and ask God, Lord, what are the hidden stresses in my life? What are the, the things that are secretly stealing my peace away? The people that are secretly stealing my peace away, Jesus, Lord, help me to identify them right now, God. That I may come clean and honest before You. That I may come clean and honest before You because I really want my peace of mind. Oh, thank You, Holy Spirit. Father, we want this, God. Expose God the hidden stresses. Let us not be unaware. You see that word unaware is very critical. Lord help us to not be unaware of the enemy's schemes because he's always like he says in John 10 10 has come to kill, to steal, to destroy, to steal, to kill and to st- kill and to steal and to kill and to destroy. He's come for nothing else but to steal our peace, to kill our peace and to destroy our heart, to destroy our minds. to destroy our families, to destroy our ministries, to destroy us. Because it destroyed mind. Oh goodness. Destroys everything around it. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name. Father God, I pray for your children right now, God. However many of us, God are going through the season of our lives right now, God, Where we are faced with an open door. This is an opportunity that you've created before us. This is an opportunity to do gospel, to do ministry, to to preach the gospel. You know, to 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 to. to Break generational financial, you know, curses. To be the first who ever does anything great in our hometown, uh, in our family line, in all this sort our generation, our lineage. But God, this is the open door You've presented before us. But this is the close mind that we are, that we currently are struggling with. We are not just wrestling with the fights on our inside, but we are also fighting the fears on our inside, on our outside rather, and also fighting the fears on our inside. Father God, I pray Holy Spirit for every person inside my voice. That you, God, the God of peace, will guard your heart with peace right now. Peace that transcends all human understanding. Peace that cannot be explained. Peace that cannot be defined. Peace that cannot be quantified. Peace that cannot be, you know, that, that cannot be uh, I, I messed with. Peace that cannot be jeopardized. Peace that cannot be stolen away. The peace, God, peace that transcends all human understanding. Father, peace that we, we are like, I don't know how, I don't know why, but I am just at peace. It's not going great right now, but I am just at peace because a a peaceful mind is a productive one. Father God, give us this peaceful heart and mind, God. God, our hearts and minds with peace right now, God, with your peace that transcends all human understanding. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Right now, I pray and and, and prophetically I'm saying this right now for any person to understand my voice who is presently going through. A shaky mind your your, your your frame of mind is 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 you know fighting you you are you are you are, you are having wars on your inside your own mind has become your enemy whatever whoever you are right now I just want you to stretch your right hand up to heaven God sees you in this present moment and we're about I'm about to I'm about to pray the anointing over you right now and you will receive a supernatural strength and I want you to start living like it I want you to start living like you have peace of mind Thank you Holy Spirit. For that person right now, declared by the power of the ghost. For every person with a troubled mind, right now receive by the power of the ghost. Receive peace in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive that peace now in the name of Jesus Christ. Devil get your hands off of their minds. Devil get your hands off of this person's mind. Devil get your hand off of this daughter of God. Get your hands off of this son of God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hand on your head right now. Hand, hand put your that right hand on your head right now. Right now, receive the peace of God. Receive the mind of Christ. Unconfused, not bothered, not crushed. Receive clarity of mind now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Right now, I want you to, to if it's a physical thing, put your hand on it. say it's if it's uh, 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 not tangible, but it's true to you. It, whatever it is that gives you the deepest the greatest concern right now if it is something tangible If something physical put your hand on it right now If it is not something physical then just stretch your hand out Or just stretch your hand out like you're about to receive something like you're about to offer something right now like, try, to, yeah, try to offer that thing up to God right now. Just we're, we're gonna do the same thing right now You're gonna offer it up to God. We're gonna offer that thing up to God is it your academics is it your finances your family Your job whatever it is that's giving you concern your health Whatever it is that's giving you concern your friends your family you know, what is giving you concern? Your own mind, your own life, your own whatever it is. Your whatever is giving you concern right now. Just, if it's something tangible, put your hand on it. If it isn't, just stretch your hand forward right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. I declare now that by the power of the Holy Ghost, Father, you see the concerns of your children. Whatever it is right now. Father, I declare, God Almighty, that this things, God, that is giving your children concern. I declare prophetically that all this that you are currently worrying about right now, that you have begun working them out. In the name of Jesus Christ, everything God that is troubling the minds of your children right now, Lord, I declare a deliverance for them. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, let these things experience the finger of God like never before let the finger of God right now go into the situations going through these reports going through this this fears go in through these hearts going through these academics going through this mind going through this family going through this body right now and let the power of the Holy Ghost recomm- recommend a restoration a transformation and we command testimony in the mighty name of Jesus Christ thank you everlasting God may your name be praised in Jesus mighty name Amen and amen. Let's celebrate Jesus. Hello, hello there, greetings to you. Thank you for listening to today's sermon, we pray it really blessed you to continue to go deeper. We would love for you to join our growth track. A four-week teaching to help you grow in your faith. Send a message to plus two three four nine zero two three four three seven four one five. I repeat, plus two three four nine zero two three four three seven four one five. Also, when you share this sermon with someone, it helps this ministry grow. So kindly do so now. Subscribe to the Enlightening Church on podcast available on Spotify, Apple, Google, and Amazon Podcast, and wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you for sharing your time with us today. See you again soon. Interrupt, enlighten, upset.